0: So the Asian market's ending the week lower, uh, Brent crude dropping below the $45 mark at some point. So what's going on? Tell us about it. No, certainly. I mean, we've seen those uh, negativities continue um, with the Asian fashion, and uh, we've seen a lot of pressure, particularly with the commodities. We've talked about this almost the entire week. It has been the uh, story of those commodity prices that are really under a lot of pressure. It's been a brutal week for the commodities. Uh, Brent crude falling below that 45 dollars a barrel That's the WTI, so certainly a lot of pressure. And I think um, you know the, the weaknesses that we see in there uh, partly to do with the numbers that we saw from uh, from China, the economic data came through, the manufacturing data that came through from China, uh, certainly showing some weaknesses in that in that uh, economy, in the Chinese economy. Um, and we know that uh, obviously China is the big consumer of most of these commodities um, when you talk iron ore, um, you know, copper, and, and also um, um, oil. So certainly not uh, surprising to see the negativity that we're seeing on the commodity space. Um, the, you know, it's, it's on the one hand, and I know you want the positive news, Sakina, but it's very difficult to find one. You know, the, the fact that on the the, the lower oil price is uh, certainly good for the inflation uh, in South Africa. However, when when you look at the fact that the entire commodity basket that's currently under pressure, um, you know, that's negative. When you've got iron ore coming under pressure, when you've got copper coming under pressure, that's negative for the country, um, you know, because we, we we are heavily reliant on those um, commodities to to you know to, to, for our economy. So we're the biggest producers of those commodities. And certainly the pressure that we are currently seeing, um, it's not good for our economy and it's not going to be – it's not good for the rent. And I think we've seen the weaknesses that uh, we are seeing those commodity-rich currency such as the rand, you've got the Australian dollar also under uh, heavy pressure They're due to all these uh, falling commodity prices. Um, so we'll have to wait and see and um, exactly what the picture looks like going forward. Uh, there are certain quarters who feel that perhaps the recent weaknesses uh, will be temporary and we could begin to see the commodity prices Appreciate. I remember, you know, partly the reason why also the picture for South Africa was looking very positive was because we had these commodity prices rebounding into 2016. And now, when we see this weakness, it really raises a lot of question marks around our ability to grow as the economy. And then, U.S. job numbers are expected today, Maori, and these might have an implication on uh, the rates uh, review, which is up in June yes um the uh, job numbers out in the u.s we know that these are the key uh, economic uh, data that uh, the fed um, um, looks at particularly when they uh, when they uh, decide on interest rates they have been um, focusing a lot on these numbers they want to see the u.s create jobs um, over the past uh, couple of months we saw a little bit of uh, weaknesses the job numbers they're growing by less than 200. A thousand uh, on a monthly basis the expectation for now um, for, 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 for this week's uh, numbers um, is for one hundred and ninety thousand jobs to have been created um, any uh, number that comes below that certainly will uh, you know raises a lot of uh, a lot of questions uh, around the rate hike next, um, in, in, in the next month in June when the Fed uh, finally meets. Currently, the market is uh, pricing in about 80% chances of a rate hike there. And uh, if we get a number above the 190,000, um, that would certainly uh, be a very big, uh, big boost for, for that rate um, hike argument. And then, Maudi also the World Economic Forum on Africa concludes today. Uh, was it just another talk shop? Hopefully, you know, let's hope that it wasn't just another talk shop. You know, the, the conversation today is very, very interesting and certainly one um, that would um, certainly improve the, uh, the the African continent and the economic fortunes of, of the African continent if they are implemented. We know that, um, you know, in most cases, in previous times, we've had all these conferences that have been held and ultimately just, um, you know, achieve nothing but just the talk shop and, um, you know some of the interesting discussions there, and uh, another theme this year was achieving inclusive growth through responsive and responsible leadership. So we hope that the leaders there, after this conference, um, they will come in and and implement um, some of those things. I mean, they talked about issues such as trade, and 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 remember that um, we need to have, you know, more on on the intra-Africa trade. Currently, you know, Africa is one of the lowest rank among among the lowest when it comes to intra-regional trade. I mean, we, we're talking here numbers of about 14% of, of, of trade or transactions that are only happening between the African countries. You know, compared to the figures such as uh, 40% in North America and roughly around 60%, I think, in Western uh, uh, Europe, and over 80%, And um, when you look at the fact that over 80% of the African exports, they are all being shipped overseas um, to you know, regions such as Europe, and China and, and the U.S., and, and we need to actually have a, a, a very big focus on intra-Africa trade because it makes sense, because it should really make sense to send uh, goods to uh, Zimbabwe and send goods to Nigeria, as opposed to sending them far away into the European uh, countries.